It's the Basement Poetry Podcast. It's the Basement Poetry Podcast. Come on. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Basement Poetry Podcast. I don't know if it's morning where you are, but it's 9.52 here. And I'm on my second cup of coffee. So I know that this show is going to be a good one on that simple fact alone. So thanks for tuning in. And I hope you came ready to listen to some great poetry. For those of you tuning in to the third episode of the Basement Poetry Podcast, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, this has been one of the bright spots of this week for me. Uh, there's a lot that's been going on amid protests, obviously. And along with that, just my car broke down. <laughs> that's that's one thing that happened, so that really sucked. Um, and just the... COVID just messing with my finances, man. It's been it's been ridiculous and trying to get in touch with unemployment and all that other stuff. I'm not gonna get too personal here, but anyways, it's been a long week and this podcast has really been a bright spot for me because when I get to wake up at 8 a.m. and be like, you know what, I'm gonna go downstairs to my basement and I'm gonna talk about poetry and I don't care who listens, but I really care that you're listening if you are listening right now. I care about you. Remember that. But on a serious note, um, yeah, this has been great for me. And I've been trying to remind myself because once you know, once you start doing something, you start thinking, oh, my goodness, I have to be great at this. Right. And so those thoughts already started creeping in like, well, you're doing a podcast. It has to be the best sounding podcast. You have to have the best content and you need to have it mixed well and you need now you need an intro you might have to pay somebody for an intro and all these thoughts start going through your head and you're like I don't even need all of these things right now or even at all like right now what I have is great and I'm I'm trying to move those thoughts out of my brain because I want this to be a fun and relaxing place to just have fun for me and for you and not for me to be overwhelmed with the fact that it doesn't sound like some, you know, per, some person that's making a lot of money off their podcast. Of course, I don't have that. But what I do have is what I have in my mind. And this microphone right here, which I think is a great microphone. So, yeah, this has been great um, just to do. And it's been fun for me. And I hope those of you who are listening are having a great time as well. So today I'm going to read a poem um, sorry, I'm not going to actually read the poem today. I'm going to give you guys a clip of him reading the poem. And the poem is called The Gift by Lee Young Lee. And just a little bit of background on Lee Young Lee. He was born in Indonesia, if I'm correct. And due to Chinese persecution in Indonesia, he had to flee from there and I think he made his way up to Japan, him, his father and mother, you know, his family. And throughout all this, they eventually made their way to um, the United States. And so he's in 
amazing poet in the past year I've been able to um, in the past year I've been able to read two of his books and he just comes to the written word with the spirituality um, that I haven't really seen before he is able to take the lessons that he's learned from his parents and his wife and, and his own kids and find this really spiritual kind of um, peace through those events and I just when I read it it's almost makes you feel at peace almost that's how I feel when I read it and but I just love um, this one poem that is called the gift and um, I think we all need a gift right now and so I'm going to give that to you by letting you hear him read this poem instead of my voice I mean, I know you guys like my voice, but um, we can switch things up sometimes. So I'm going to let you guys hear. And then once um, that's done, you know, I'll come back and, you know, we can talk about it a little bit. So let's do this. To pull the metal splinter from my palm, my father recited a story in a low voice. I watched his lovely face and not the blade. Before the story ended, he'd removed the iron sliver I thought I'd die from. I can't remember the tale, but hear his voice still, a well of dark water, a prayer. And I recall his hands, two measures of tenderness he laid against my face, the flames of discipline he raised above my head. Had you entered that afternoon, you would have thought you saw a man planting something in a boy's palm, a silver tear, a tiny flame. Had you followed that boy, you would have arrived here, where I bend over my wife's right hand. Look how I shave her thumbnail down so carefully she feels no pain. Watch as I lift the splinter out. I was seven when my father took my hand like this. And I did not hold that shard between my fingers and think metal that will bury me, christen it little assassin, or going deep for my heart. And I did not lift up my wound and cry, death visited here. I did what a child does when he's given something to keep. I kissed my father. So that was Lee Young Lee, The Gift. And like I said, I just love the spirituality or the spiritual nature or essence, could I say essence maybe, that he comes to the poem with. And I'm going to geek out just a little bit here on just the structure of the poem. And I'm going to have the poem in the description. So a link to where you can find the poem and the transcription of the poem in the description of this podcast episode but if you look at the second stanza it just there's something like a prayer there's something so spiritual about that second stanza and he says i can't remember the tale but hear his voice still a well of dark water a prayer and i recall his hands two measures of tenderness 
he laid against my face the flame of discipline he raised above his head above my head sorry but if you look at the ending of every line you have tail a well prayer hands tenderness face discipline head and i know some of those like head and face might not you know register as like oh god but I think to those who may have um, some kind of spiritual background and you see where it's like tenderness and then you, you know, even head, even though it seems like it's not a spiritual thing, but a lot of times they, in biblical terms, they talk about the Godhead or like the face of God. And like, there's so much um, spirituality here, but at the end of the day, he's talking about his father. And so there's a spiritual connection with his father and a lot of times in um, Christianity, they talk about, you know, God being the father. And so it's almost like he's taking that kind of connotation of God and also putting it on his father. And I, th- I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but for any boy um, growing up, there's this level of like, you know, your father is obviously I'm not saying that dads are gods but when you're when you're a kid they almost feel like they are in a sense um don't take that wrong but we look up like men look up to their fathers um you know and and we hope that they're that they're great role models and stuff like that but you know there's discipline that comes with that but you know also a level of tenderness as well that i know we hope our fathers have and so i just want to I just wanted to point out how he ends those lines to really let you see that in poetry, the, what you say at the end of the line is, is something that is going to stick out to the people that read it. You know, I don't know who ever is listening to this that write poetry, but, you know, really think about how you end your lines, because how you end your lines is what is people what people are going to focus on. The beginning and the end is what, you know, can get focused on. And obviously you can draw focus to the middle of the lines, but the end of the lines are really important um i don't want to go too far on a tangent here but um another thing that really struck me in this poem and any of you guys who have ever you know tried to you know delve into your past or um just look at an event that happens now and it triggers something that might have happened in your past i feel like this is a good poem to represent or show how that can happen because he, the um, present tense of this poem is really him helping his wife um, with something, uh, pulling out a splinter as well as, but it brings him back to the time when his father did the same thing to him and he can remember being a child and feeling like he was going to die from the splinter. And it's crazy how, um, and I feel like poetry is one of those things that can really make us really dig into our past. Poetry is a key component. You know, if those of you who have ever written poetry, or you can even read it, but there's like ways that we connect. And poetry is about making connections. And, you know, we can take our life. When I, like if I'm writing a poem, I'd look at a situation that's going on right now and your brain just automatically starts making connections in the way he could so seamlessly, you know, take the connection 
of what he's doing in the present tense and bring it all the way back to what his father did to him. It's almost like a lesson that you learn, but you don't really get it. And you don't really feel it as a child. But then when you get older, you just do something and it all clicks into place. And I think that's kind of what happened in this poem. And that's what a use of poetry. And that's how poetry, I think, can be useful to people. If you've ever um, been through any kind of trauma, try writing about it. Um, try writing about, you don't even have to write directly about the trauma, the traumatic thing. You might see something like a flower, like this is just an example, but like you could see something completely random, a flower, a broken window, a house that's painted weird. Just think about it and then see what, where your mind takes it, you know? Just start writing about it and see where your mind takes it. And I promise you, you'll probably come up with something that you didn't even think you would come up with. Um, yeah. So that's my challenge to you guys. Write about a random thing, a chair, maybe, or anything you want it to be. And then you can, you know, just see where that takes you. So I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the third episode of the Basement Poetry Podcast. Wait, I think this is the third episode. That would be crazy if it was the fourth episode. I'd be like, I'm totally outworking myself here. But um, yeah, thanks for tuning into this episode. Um, if you guys, you know what, I'm going to work on that for next time. I'm going to work on trying to make something where I can interact like an email or something for you guys to send inquiries to because I want to start being able to read poems that you guys actually want to hear and stuff. Right now, I'm kind of just picking poems that I really enjoy, I think have significance. And so moving forward, I want to try that. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.